Good morning, Coffee Comrades. I'm Ed. I'm Blaine. And I'm Dylan. And this is a new weekly segment that we're introducing to this season of Left in the Basement, where we talk about what in the hell is going on this week. Today is Saturday, March 13th. Dylan, how's your week been? Uh, the week was pretty good. Uh, today was not so great, and it's only like 11 o'clock. You I'm already to... just pissed. I don't <laughs> You want to talk about that? Anything you want to <laughs> go over in particular? Did you like... Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, <clears throat> let me get this out of the way. My hair looks pretty damn good, right? Yeah, no, you yeah, it does. Yeah, I know. Spiffy. I know. I got a haircut today for the first time in over a year. Oh, fuck. For, well, from the barbershop. My girlfriend's been cutting my hair for yeah. a year, so, you know, the I have girlfriend just... treatment. I was about to say, you have some pretty slow uh, growing hair, if that's the case. No. I don't look the same. I would, I would normally go to the barbershop once every three weeks or so, because okay. it just grows that fast. It's right. just thick. I look like Coconut Head from <laughs> Ned's Declassified. <laughs> All right. So so what happened at the barbershop that like really messed you up this morning? Well, I, you know, I'm not I'm not crazy, right? Like, I, <laughs> we'll see. Like, do you guys feel... I'm just constantly... Rem- I'm like, am I in a different reality? Like, what... What the hell is going on, Ed? Like, I don't. <laughs> Did you walk in and then like the fucking walls well, started shifting? No. Like, what happened? <laughs> no. What, what happened is, is I was told that this is a generally safe barbershop. They're taking precautions. People are wearing masks. They're limiting the number of people who can go in there. And uh, that's not the case. Did you walk in? They just started coughing on you, just like, "Hey, <laughs> morning. <laughs> what cut do you want?" <laughs> No, I I made an appointment earlier this week, and I was just under the impression that it, it was safe. And I walked in, and automatically there were at least thirty people in the building. All right, that's mm-hmm. not and great. It's, it's a barber shop, so it's like relatively small. Yeah, and all the barbers were wearing masks, so that's nice. I mean, I but guess. the only people wearing a mask <laughs> were myself and this other girl, and that was it. Like mm-hmm. the rest of the people were unmasked. It's all about I, that pandemic. We don't that buy. We don't, we don't buy into that. <laughs> so, so, so it was like twenty-four people unmasked, and then like a few barbers, and then yourself and one other lady. Yes. So I, I, I got there. I waited in the lobby for ten minutes, just with my mask on, watching, watching people just go about their lives like nothing's wrong. Like I'm standing there, and this this father is with his son, and his son's like six years old, and his son, no mask, neither, neither one of them. And they're standing there, and the kid's like, Dad, what's on the wall? And he's like, oh, that's a thermostat. And he goes, well, what's a thermostat do? He's like, well, that's what controls the... And I'm like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Are you shitting me? Like, they're just, like, going about their day, like, like nothing. And I'm standing there, and then they call for me, and they're like, all right, come to the chair. And I said, okay, cool. So I go there, and I sit down. I'm talking to my barber for a minute, and I was like, yeah... This is going to be my first haircut in like over a year. He's like, what are you doing, man? And I'm like, what am I doing? And in the middle of the unmasked barbershop full of Mm -hmm. just people sitting next to a child, I'm like, well, there's a fucking global pandemic and people don't seem to mind. So I've been in my house. He was like, oh. (laughs) You got to realize these people, a lot of times they're wearing masks and they don't really even fucking give a shit that they're wearing it. Like they, they wear it because if they don't, they lose their job. I was talking to him briefly and I, I just said, 
things are finally starting to feel a little better because people are getting vaccinated. I said, you know, half my apartment are healthcare workers and one is fully vaccinated. The other is scheduled to be fully vaccinated before April. He said, oh, interesting. I'm a registered nurse. I had the opportunity to get the vaccine, but I just didn't see the benefit. That's what he told me. And, and his reasoning, I literally I said, why? why? Why do you feel that way? He welcomes death. No, he, I, he said, it just doesn't make sense to me because, you know, you can get the vaccine and then, you know, you can still get the virus and still spread it to people. He said, I think that if you have a pre-existing condition or if you're like over 45, yeah, absolutely, you should get it. But like for me, I just don't, you know, I just don't see the benefit. And I was like, bro, did you just hear what you just said to me? Are you like, you're a nurse? How did you become a nurse? How did you get anywhere near a hospital? And I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, so this is what you said to me. I have a headache. Um, my head hurts pretty bad. I know I could take Tylenol and make the headache a little less painful, but uh, I'd still have a headache, so I'm just not going to take it. That's what he said to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a surprising number of healthcare workers in the South that are anti-vaxxers. You know, my, my mom's one of them. But he's not, he, he's not anti-vaccine. He's just anti-vaccine for me. You know, mm. it's it, he's like I think vaccines are good for some people. Fortunately, I'm one of those people that never get sick. And he he said something to the effect of, "Well, you know, we're just we're just trying to fix it instead of just you know that's why our immune systems are so weak now." I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck? Is uh, what he... do you mean weak now? Like people are not. Di- I, we haven't had enough good wars recently. We need to get more people in the fucking body bags. Yeah, yeah it it's crazy <sighs> how how fast we we go to that. It's like." protecting ourselves is construed as weakness i told him i said well you know if you get the vaccine and you get the virus it's going to be a less severe case and you're not you're most likely not going to die even if you spread it to somebody else it's going to be a smaller viral load and you know me sitting here as a fucking music major explaining to a nurse the benefit of getting a vaccine (laughs) and he was like yeah i just don't know to end my story my rant (laughs) I'm sitting there, my haircut is almost done, and in walks another unmasked person wearing a t-shirt that says... Everything's okay. No, he's wearing a t-shirt that says, tacos, booty, and beer. And I said, I'm going to kill myself. I can't do it anymore. Like, I'm just to the point where I'm driving down the road, and I'm like, what if I just took a sharp right? What if I just just blew up? Just exploded? Like, I, I just... I mean, like, well, hold what is on. happening? We have to understand that this man uh, is living in a life of privilege. How many of us get to wear a t-shirt that has our three favorite fucking things <laughs> on there? All right. Like that being said, he's, he's brave is really what it is. So if you want to get uh, your haircut, I guess you can just be prepared to see some terrible, terrible shit. Some other stuff has happened recently. Um, that being the stimulus checks are dropping, uh, right. supposedly this weekend as well. Uh, some of us are actually able to track where our our checks are. Now, as a Marxist, I'm about to say something that's like, you know, <laughs> you know kind of, it almost, you might think that it's counterintuitive, but I promise you it's not. Mark Cuban from Shark Tank had an excellent mm. idea. Is that what you mean by Marxist? You just really like Mark Cuban? <laughs> no, no. Um... <laughs> If that was the case, I don't think I would have fit in in this uh, this room very well. I saw long. Mark Cuban at Disney World one time. Is that true? Yeah, he's on the Toy Story ride. Oh, that's 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 excellent. I'm glad he was that like he a few was... rides ahead of me. <laughs> like I'm a Marxist, Mark. 
What do you think about that? What do you think about that? I just really like you on Shark Tank. Yeah. But he presented sometime last year. He said that the stimulus check should be like a thousand dollars a certain uh, time period. I think it was like every two weeks or maybe yeah, it was two thousand like a month. Periodic thing. But you recurring. have to spend it all. Hmm. Like you have to just push that shit the fuck out. And no you know, problem. <laughs> yeah, like absolutely. But the thing is, is like if we did that, the economy would have been in much better shape. And it was hmm. because of the cowardice, sheepishness of the uh, GOP and people like Mitch McConnell, who, you know, I'm, I'm pretty I sure I saw Mitch McConnell driving a semi truck yesterday. Dude, and I was so, like, <laughs> someone needs to find that man's fucking horcruxes and just break them shits because. <laughs> Like it's it's bad. Like yeah, I've said it before. I think he's more personally responsible for the situation we find ourselves in today than you know Donald Trump is. A twelve-year roadblock in the Senate. Yeah, absolutely. exactly, exactly. I mean, I think that's a great point Mark Cuban has because there's a lot that's said about inflation, mm-hmm. but what really causes inflation is money being saved and not being spent. Right, because who, that's money being printed and not being used. Right, and who who. You guys tell me who hoards the most amount of wealth without spending it? Ooh, I don't know, Dylan. What do you think? Well, as per left in the basement tradition, probably Elon Musk. <laughs> right. Let's just push all our problems to Elon Musk. He's yeah. our favorite guy. He's the, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's the most, he has the most punchable face. Yeah, we were just talking about him last point. night in my apartment and his, his, uh, his child, uh, X A E 12. Fucking Bob, whatever the, his name is. The program. <laughs> the program. What is he gonna like? What is he gonna start? When is he gonna start asking to be called? Can you just call me James? You know, like <laughs> it's like um X A E. They're just gonna you know because he's gonna become known. They're just gonna be like, uh, Elon Musk's kid. He's like I just want to be called James. <laughs> uh, didn't didn't Elon Musk name his kid and then like a little while afterwards he was like yeah no just gonna get that shit changed like, is that true did he change it i don't, I don't think so i don't, I don't think know. he did i think like maybe it was like an informal thing he's like yeah just call him like fucking mike or some yeah. shit like, i think he has <laughs> leave me alone i think he has multiple children but the one he gave the robot name was the one he, <laughs> he had with grimes this, see this is actually a um this is yeah, a, he's got like seven kids he's got a project going on so this kid is actually a a machine it's a synth from like fallout like uh, motherfuckers walking around growing with like iron bones and shit I, I wish it reminds me of that movie that the kid who played Anakin Skywalker in episode one did shortly after uh, artificial intelligence and any of you guys see that no no my dad took me to the theater to see that when I was like seven or eight and we should do a movie was, review on it yeah it was not the same as Star Wars <laughs> no it was yeah it was a philosophical movie about the nature of like life and consciousness oh, okay he took me out of the theater once he started like questioning life and if he should commit suicide and should I was like, oh, that's who your dad for that yeah well the the the, the oh. 10 year old kid in oh. the movie did because he's a robot you it's know like, it's like damn your dad took you out no. of the theater and was like i think i might kill myself <laughs> he's like hey so we're just gonna like watch this movie you know, walk in the movie hey this seems yeah. fun walk out yeah. of the movie he's like son just stay right here i'm gonna go get yeah. some ice cream what the <laughs> wait that wait. was like man did you guys hear about what they're doing on fox news now, like with Tucker Carlson, didn't they call him a socialist, or was that someone else? <laughs> that, that was Glenn him? Greenwald. He called yeah. he called Tucker Carlson a socialist. He called, oh, I mean, yeah, that's right. I, he, he, called he called a lot of people socialists. He said 2016 Trump was a socialist. I think what he meant was populist, but at this point, the grift is so fucking huge. It doesn't matter yeah. what you say. Yeah, exactly. Well, what are they doing? Well, 
I want to show you guys the picture here, but I think I, I showed you I think before. You sent it to us. It's it's basically there. You guys know like YouTube reaction videos? Were they doing that, but for like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish? <laughs> They're doing that except with Joe Biden's speech and Tucker Carlson's in a little box in the corner. Oh like live commentating? They like live a Twitch stream? Like a Twitch stream. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah it's, so, it's so cringy. Not only that, they uh, have to explain what's happening for the boomers that are watching. So I was on, about to say, like, how many old people are watching this? Like, God damn it, why is he so small? <laughs> I, I, I didn't barely, know this had minimized. I can't hear what he's saying. I just see his facial contortions. <laughs> they have a little title on top of the box that says, live speech reaction from Tucker. And, like, the text is almost as big as the box because they have to explain what it is it's it's the next step in i don't know in infotainment i mean we've talked about for a long time fox news is continually blurring the line between news and commentary they're feeling so irrelevant they're having to borrow from tactics of children that like (laughs) yeah go on the internet and play roblox i mean like not all live streaming is bad but when you are attempting to live stream a national press conference just so that you can call him a socialist every time he opens his mouth so so you can have your your supposedly wise figurehead make facial reactions as the president's talking and see like and like like, comment like a sing-songy kind of yeah now why would he say that (laughs) what do you think he meant by that (laughs) Now, the left don't want you to believe just like that. Like, while Biden is speaking, Biden is like, we have ordered 100 million doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And Tucker's like, well, why not the Moderna? Is there something they're not telling us? I heard he's not talking about Dr. Seuss. This is an issue, don't you think? Now, if you're watching this from the toilet. (laughs) Now, the left don't want you to believe that taking care of this virus is more important than talking about the publisher not publish six of their books out of the hundreds that they have. Do you think Potato Head will get a vaccine? I don't know. I had a, I had a friend tell me that he he told me that Doctor Seuss his estate choosing not to publish those handful of books is is book burning. It's the same thing as what he told me. Wow, right? right because history is history is when monument right. Like you tear down the monument, you just fucking forget that Robert E. Lee was ever a person. Well, or, or, or the fact that, like, a state or culturally sanctioned act of destroying literature is the same as the rights holders choosing not to publish seems a like, fraction of the library. Seems like the free anymore. market's at work and they're just mad about it. <laughs> they always complain about cancel culture and censorship and, you know, being oppressed. But in Kentucky, they're passing legislation that makes it illegal to oh insult a God. cop. Yeah, did you hear about that, Ed? Yeah, if that's not a violation of the First Amendment, I don't know what is. I was going to say, that's going to be easy candidate for Supreme Court, you know, straight up there. I don't think it's going to stay, but... I hope not. I mean, just, it can't, right? I mean, that's like a clear-cut case. You say that. It's yeah. pretty yikesy. I mean, it is Kentucky, and that fucking hobgoblin's just walking around in there, so we don't know. But um, back to the free market thing, because you said that it sparked something in my head. You guys remember when Walmart was selling both BLM and MAGA t-shirts at the same time? No. Oh, yeah, they were, but here's the thing. thing. January 6th rolls around, January 6th rolls around, and they were like... "Mm." So they just started like cutting all the MAGA stuff, right? That is the free market at work. That is because we're thinking about fucking Walmart here. They will sell a, a kid a hand grenade if it gave him an extra quarter. So like, obviously, <laughs> obviously, 
they are judging based on what is either popular or what right. will sell. What they think will make their image look good or bad. That's you know, also their public true. image that yeah. people are going to choose to buy. Well, that's what I was about to say. Is yeah. like they're not going to sell MAGA stuff if people are like, oh, they, uh, they're, they're oh. pseudo Nazis or whatever. If yeah, the public right. sentiment changes, well, right. the censorship is when the government punishes you for saying something that is contrary to what they believe or or what they feel is right i mean in other countries we could just think of china i was about to mention yeah if you say you say something against the government in some of these places like north korea that's censorship where they come to your door and they're like hey you posted this online Mm -hmm. come with me right Mm -hmm. not not Dr. Seuss's publishing company being like, maybe we shouldn't publish these couple of books anymore. Right. How can you equate those things? Maybe the last thing here, I've just seen a lot of news about um, the immigration system and what Biden is doing. Mm-hmm. Is he letting kids out of cages? Sort of. Okay. Elaborate. It's... I don't know how to feel about it. Okay. Because is it, is it at least like a fucking... It's better. Okay, okay, yeah. But it's not... I think I don't have a full understanding of just how much the Trump administration destroyed our immigration system or just defied international law. Well, they pummeled it into dust. Yeah, it was cruel and inhumane, and I think Biden is taking the steps to get there. It may be taking a little bit too long for some people, but... Again, I just don't have a scope of what that is. I mean, what he's doing is those new facilities that we're talking about, Mm. they are, I mean, they have like classrooms, they have beds with actual blankets and actual supplies. And what they're talking about trying to do is set up sponsors for unaccompanied minors who come in and get them sponsors and process them properly instead of separating them from their families and sending them back which not all of them will be able to stay apparently but it seems like a step in the right direction i mean i was about to say that's leagues better than giving them fucking like tinfoil blankets and yeah and and i mean together if you want to be i mean i don't know I i really don't know enough about the immigration system to say if that's good enough but i know that it's better it's not ever going to be perfect i don't think at least with our current political Mm -hmm. spectrum because you know if you look at the uh, political compass there are all sorts of directions you can go there you can go from like all the way from stalin to mahatma gandhi to elon musk to donald trump well the thing is is that america basically exists in the in the fucking (laughs) like they are authoritarian right and i wouldn't say it depends on how far you take it but i uh, see, here's the thing is like the radicals that they like to call on are mm-hmm. the people who are outside of the authoritarian right, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Bernie Sanders is not in the uh, the authoritarian right, obviously. So, right. of course, they're going to call him all the bad words, all the spooky words. You know, they're going to use the, the C word, you know, because they really want to like spook all the people who lived through the Red Scare into having a heart attack until they vote otherwise. So, um, People like AOC or people like Ilhan Omar, the squad, as they're called, those people exist outside. That's why they're called radicals. Center left European politicians. (laughs) That's what AOC is. Essentially. But again, with just some of the insanity that I've seen from the right about the immigration system is eerily similar language to the beginnings of the Holocaust. 
where you have Marjorie Taylor Greene up there and others saying that they're let loose in our country with diseases. They're coming with COVID. They're so COVID like rats, like, like so animals. Dehuman, yeah, dehumanization the dehumanization of just yeah. other, other people. And it's just so bizarre. Well, it's not bizarre, but it's just so well, I mean, it is anti-intellectual bizarre. because the United States, if we just compare to Mexico at least, the COVID rate, you're, you're, it's like six times higher. <laughs> Right. If I mean, anything, COVID they're going to get COVID from coming here. COVID only exists when brown people are walking across the border. And it's just right. that language of they're, they're being sent here. Right. Like, by who? Well, yeah, and I, and I just want to add on the, on the end here, you know, I think it's, it's really telling that everything is appealed to the free market dynamics mm-hmm. until it finally is revealed that the contradictions are too high that you can't kid yourself that it's not serving us anymore, right? Right. And that's where fascism comes in, because that's where, on the far right, there is the attempt to regain control of the corporatist manufacturing complex, right, for the worst kind of needs. Mm-hmm. It's just the free market. You know, Walmart's choosing not to have that MAGA merchandise anymore, but you could view that from the ultra right perspective of they're oppressing us mm-hmm. now it's the corporations we got to regain control but it's not in the direction of for everyone it's in the direction of for us which is always changing and always minimizing it's mm-hmm. getting you know. down to straight white american christian exactly. southerners exactly and, and yeah in the context of this country at this time that's what it is right and monoculture yeah, it's some scary stuff. I think we're about running out of time here. Did anybody else want to add anything? I'm good, Dylan. I mean, cool. I got to get a new shirt. <laughs> uh, my, my booty taco and I don't even know what it said. Jesus Christ. Didn't you say it was like tits taco beer or something like that? Because oh, I've seen I've seen that one before. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Just well, waiting on my two-toed shoes to come in. Cool. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's edition of What in the Hell is Going On. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next weekend.